Okay, so welcome to episode number 50 of Millennials in Ministry. I'm your host, Erin V. Lashley, and today there is no guest. It's just me. It is literally 4.45 a.m. in Phoenix, Arizona, and I was up thinking to myself, you know what? I made a public service announcement on my social media platforms, but I did not make it on my audio platform and I thought it would be great to just come on and talk about, um, you probably noticed I haven't been doing any episodes lately and why that is. So I am taking a break from Millennials in Ministry until 2020. And the reason for that is because if you did not know, I am going through income tax school right now. Now, what that means is I have started a business with uh, my best friend, Delicia Hamilton, and together we've partnered and we're going through income tax school together um, because we are opening a tax office in January 2020 and we'll be ready for tax season coming up to file income taxes. We've also have um, my friend's mom who's been in the industry for 30 plus years on the business taxes side of things and she is uh, partnering with us and helping us a lot which has been such a blessing and so we're going to be able to do income taxes, business taxes, and also bookkeeping um, with our team. I also have my sister joining our team and a couple other people um, that are going to be hopefully joining our team as well. So that is something that is really exciting, but I want to tell you the story of how all of that came to be. It's all because of millennials in ministry. So I um, had a conversation on millennials in ministry with John Henry a few months back and researching him and talking with him really helped me realize how important it is to have capital to reinvest and use your currency to reinvest in real estate and businesses because he himself is a real estate investor um, property manager and also venture capitalist and listening to him and learning from him i'm like dang, like, I just need to get capital. And we talked about it. And we talked about honoring the baby steps. And we talked about honoring the cash that's in your account at the seed level. And in the small steps you have to take to reach large goals, you know. And he's such a practical guy. And he's very young. And he's crushing it, you know. And so during that time, um, my best friend Alicia, she um, did direct messaged me on instagram and said hey you need to check out this girl named dana chanel because i think she'd be great to have on your podcast and so it sat in my dms like i replied to her right away of course like yeah i'd love to check her out but i was in the middle of five plus other things so i didn't look at her for at least another week or two from what i remember and i finally got around to watching dana and it was a video about how she's making just as much money as a basketball player a pro basketball player without the contract and I was like and she was 24 or 23 at the time or whatever however old she was and I'm like who is this girl and how come I've never heard of her and I would love to have her on the show and I just started researching I started watching every Instagram video I found out she's married to Donnell Morris um, also known as Prince Donnell on Instagram the pastor of business I started researching this opportunity they have called Jumping Jack Tax, which takes people through income tax preparation school. 
and helps them open up a tax office to then build capital to reinvest in other things and as soon as i realized that was the opportunity i'm like guys like i'm saying to myself aaron this is the thing this is the thing that i need to be doing in order to build capital one it's a need-based business it's not like i'm you know making candles and then trying to convince people to buy a candle um because not everybody needs a candle but i can you know i can if i am a good salesperson I can convince someone to need a candle, but everybody needs taxes. Taxes is a need-based business. Every single person has to do taxes, so it's a need-based business. I don't have to convince you of anything. I just need to encourage you to do to file your taxes with me instead of with TurboTax or do it with me instead of with someone else, you know? So anyways... After I was telling my friend about this opportunity, like, hey, like, I've been looking into this. I'm going to do it. I'm really excited about it. She was like, no, wait, like, I want to do it, too. So we did it together. And it's just crazy how millennials in ministry has led me to this opportunity. And I'm really excited about it. And I really do believe it's going to be a great tax season. Um, My personal goal is to reach 2000 clients and to file taxes for at least 2,000 clients. And so we are working hard towards that. Um, I definitely want to be the, one of the most profitable Jumping Jack tax partners. Um, and if I didn't mention that, Jumping Jack Taxes is the name of the company that Dana and her husband, Don, um, own. And from that company, other people are opening tax offices. So our tax office is called Pay It Forward Taxes. And the reason why it's called Pay It Forward Taxes is because Delicia, my friend, had a dream that that was what the company was called. And so she doesn't dream, but when she does, um, I find it to be significant. So as soon as she, we were texting about what the name should be. And like the next day, she texted me in the morning and was like, hey, I had a dream that this is what it was called. I just knew like, this is what it needs to be called pay it forward that makes sense you know like we're paying it forward um not just for us but for other people and of course we're going to file taxes pro bono for people in need that we choose um but you know this is about moving our families and communities forward that's our heart you know that's what we're working towards that's what we're doing and so um am i even recording Let me just check. Check one, two. Yes, I am. (laughs) I just had to check because it wasn't going. Okay. Um, So that's why it's called Pay It Forward Taxes. And I'm looking forward to it. So I'm taking a break to, number one, go through income tax school. Um, Number two, also to, to create a strategy of better content for myself in general, you know, I work as a content manager for a company called The Smithy Group, and truthfully, um, it has been the best job I've had to date. One, it's such a healthy team, it's such a healthy culture, healthy conflict is invited. People care about one another um, more than they care about the business, and you can feel that. It's not just like, hey, you know, we care about you as a person, and we it, that looks good on paper, but you can actually feel it you know and every place has 
um, its struggles and difficult days and stuff like that. And I don't feel it as much because I work remotely. This company is based out of New York City. And so I'm able to be here with my family and do other things. And truthfully, working remotely has enabled me to do a lot more. And I don't think I would be able to have this other business if I wasn't remote. Um, number one, because I'm on the West Coast and the company I work for is on the East Coast, I'm three hours ahead. So that means when I'm done working for my job, I literally have at least three other hours plus more to work on other things and to do other things. And um, truthfully, if I just manage my time really well, um, what I'm able to accomplish in a day between work and pay it for taxes and going through income tax school and all these other things is truthfully quite remarkable. So I'm thankful for that because I feel like it is a God thing that I can do this right now in this season. And it's been a blessing. And um, my manager and my bosses are all fully aware of what I'm doing with paying for taxes and they're in full support of it, which is great. And truthfully, you know, if all goes well, I'd love to see how this opportunity could benefit everyone, even the Smithy group in some form. So I'm excited about that. So with all of that being said, I would love to take this time to come up with a new strategy for my content, come up with um, better ways to tell better stories and what I'm doing, you know, like what categories of content am I trying to um, talk about in 2020 and how can I do that better? So I have three photo shoots planned for October and um, these photo shoots are going to enable me to just have better pictures to tell better stories and with better captions of, about better topics. And I'm really excited about that um, because with the Smithy Group, I was able to participate in a conference um, that was hosted by Later.com, which is a platform we use to schedule out con content. And as I was listening to this conference online, um, actually, it's Bianca Olthoff's sister. Uh, I think her name is jasmine star yeah and she was on the conference talking about planning out a content having a content strategy and so the way that she explained it just encouraged me to step it up a notch on my personal content of course with content that we make for clients as well but sometimes you know we can create suggestions but it's in the hands of the client to really execute on that but the one person i can't control is myself so how can I create better content um, as an individual? So that's something I'm working on as well as I went on three major trips this year and might be going on a fourth one to New York for Christmas, which would be great um, for a staff Christmas party. But I went to Houston with Nicole Smithy. And if you know me, she's been a huge blessing and like uh, just mentor in my life as far as ministry is concerned i've known her for a very long time she's helped me through a lot of my ministry transitions and i had the opportunity to speak on ben smithy's behalf at a um, conference in houston and on the same weekend his wife nicole smithy who i've known for a while who also was instrumental in getting me this job um was speaking at lakewood church at their young adult um sunday night service and so i was able to tag along with her as her guest and just you know meet a lot of different people and just see nicole and her element truthfully and ministry is still in my heart like the local church is a love of mine and so to be able to do that with her and to just to catch up with her and you know 
it's just really cool and it was like a monumental trip for me because I feel like my life came full circle from the first time I saw Nicole at a God Chicks conference in 2009 to now being almost like a travel partner with her for this one trip was so great you know and so I was able to um, document that trip and I need to create a vlog for that trip I also went on a trip to San Diego California with my mom and my sister and my dad for as a surprise for my 30th birthday which was awesome so I'm going to be um, editing a vlog for that um, I'm also going to be um, editing a vlog for what was the other trip San Diego Houston and I feel like there was one more that I haven't edited. Oh, Philadelphia. So me and Delicia went to a conference in Philadelphia for jumping jack tax and pay it for taxes. And I documented that trip just as well. and want to create a vlog about that. And then coming up in the early December, I believe that me and the other remote um, employee for the Smithy Group, Cody, are going to be joining the Smithy Group team in New York uh, in early December, which will be great. And that'll be fun. So I'm going to document that and I want to make a vlog about that. So these are trips that I've gone on that I just haven't had the time to edit because I've been trying to keep up with a weekly podcast, you know, is, is difficult and going through tax prep school and trying to do all these things. So I just, you know, Delisi encouraged me to take the time to focus, um, whatever that means. And I just felt like, it would be good for me to just take a break, you know, so I appreciate you guys just staying with me and encouraging me and following along and all of that good stuff. So just know that although I'm taking this break, it's going to be because 2020 is going to be even better. And you can expect for millennials in ministry to have an upgrade. I'm currently um, interviewing a few candidates to help me uh, as an intern for Millennials in Ministry specifically so that I don't have to edit those episodes anymore. I can record them. I'll be responsible for creating the captions, of course, and posting them, but I won't be responsible to edit them, to edit the audio or the video um, that you see on YouTube and on my website and so forth. Um, so I'm just excited to have overall just better content. You know, I'm also meeting with my brother, Eric, who is a motion graphic designer and editor he's incredible and um, he's going to be helping me possibly create a logo for millennials in ministry and also an animated buffer that i can tag on to the beginning of my videos which will be good so these are some strategies i've been thinking about of ways i can just make everything better so um yeah so overall just thank you guys for letting me rest and i also just wanted to talk about some just lessons i'm learning you know because doing business with your your best friend or one of your best friends and just a close friend that i love so much is so good you know but it's also challenging because one you know this is a conversation i had with her in the beginning um because it's scary you know like you you think do i want to start this business with my friend or do i want to keep my relationship with my friend um do i want to risk losing my close beautiful friendship with her or do I want to take a risk and do something like this together and you know we've written some blogs about it we've recorded podcasts about it so I encourage you to check that out at payaforwardtaxes.com but the one lesson I'm learning in this particular moment that I haven't necessarily talked a lot about is just realizing how 
we are in such different seasons. If you don't know my friend Alicia, she is married. She's been married for, I think, eight years now or nine years. They just had an anniversary. And she's also the mother of two young children. One is six and one is just turned one. So also, if you don't know, you probably know if you follow me, I'm single. So our ability to carry certain weights during this time or responsibilities is very different and we talk about that a lot and you know it's at times she feels bad because she can't do as much as I can do you know and I constantly tell her you know not to feel bad because I realize what I can do right now and if I can do more right now then I'm gonna do more because it's for the both of us you know and um, if I can carry the majority of the weight, then I'm going to carry it because I can. And I'm going to do it because um, I want to. Um, it's difficult. It's challenging at times. But I'm going to do it because it benefits both of us. And we're doing this not just for us, but we're doing this to benefit our families, to benefit, you know, our kids, like her kids, but the kids that I'll have one day and the marriage that I'll have one day and my family that you know, um, wants to do other things, you know, that I could help fund, you know, so I'm just realizing that different seasons require different amounts of energy and we can't feel bad for what we can and cannot do. And I can't feel bad because Delicia is different than me. If you are into the Enneagram at all, Delicia is a two and I'm a three, so I'm an achiever, and I believe a two is a helper, I believe, um, or you tend to just want to, you know, you love on people, and to a degree, I'm, I mean, I'm not a pro at the Enneagram, like, <laughs> so I don't want to butcher what a two is, but I just know that our makeup is completely different, and so I can find myself sometimes wanting to make her like me, and make her like super checklist goals oriented but she's not like that you know what I mean but she's incredible absolutely incredible with people and with networking and with um creating a movement with people you know we've done a lot um, when we both worked at impact church for a season um I was heavily involved in the young adult ministry that her and her husband were pastoring at the time and what we were able to accomplish was absolutely incredible and I loved doing it because I love the way they love people and they love people more than they love the ministry and that's what I was attracted to and that's why I feel so comfortable doing business with my friend is because her priorities and their priorities as a family are aligned with what I prioritize which is people come first and God comes first and as long as those things are first in our friendship then I want to make sure um, that I continue to implement that. And so that's been a hard lesson, and that's something that I continue to work on every day and remind myself of every day, but it's been so good, you know. And I've also been realizing um, that because we're in different seasons, seeing her walk it out with her family, um, I've been learning a lot from that because her being on the same page with her husband makes all the difference like that is the one thing that's most important to her through this business process is making sure her and her husband are on the same page and when her and her husband are on the same page um me and her are on a better page because her and her home life 
is better so me and her and our friendship can be better as far as the business is concerned also i've been learning that communication is imperative you know because if me and her are not communicating on how we're feeling and what we're learning and what we're doing if you're not communicating you're assuming and if you're assuming you're usually wrong (laughs) just period you know, communication is imperative. Like, how are you feeling? Like, how are you feeling about income tax school? It's been difficult. It's been challenging. Um, Like, what do you need help with? You know, are you wanting to quit? Are you wanting to give up? Are you, you know, still in it? You know, and sometimes when I feel like I think she might be wanting to quit, she doesn't. She's all in, but we're just not communicating. And I have no idea. I don't have a pulse on her heart, you know, and when I feel like maybe she wants to quit. She's really just trying to get her family aligned, you know what I mean? And her vision for her family aligned. Um, And that was just a conversation we got to have yesterday. Um, And if you want to hear more about that, you can listen to episode three of Pay It Forward Taxes podcast. And um, if you're listening to this, you're probably like, dang, Aaron's got a podcast for another business. You know, they have um, a website and all this other stuff. And truthfully, it does seem like a lot, but it comes second nature to me because I really just want to create context for that. Um, it comes second nature to me to have all of this set up for our business because I'm literally eating, breathing, sleeping content um, every day for my job as a content manager. And so I'm fully aware of what it's like to have a content strategy and funnels and what it means to create brand equity with people that discover you and um, you know, this is something that I share with a lot of people. Um, something I learned from Ben is that on average, someone will research you 10.4 times from the moment they discover you to the moment they decide to work with you or to buy from you. And so when you create content, you are literally giving people opportunities to research you and to build trust with you. Um, in order to possibly do business with you, which is our goal for paid for taxes. So it's important and imperative, especially as a small business, especially as a startup, to have content on the behind the scenes aspect, on the why, on the what are we doing and how is it going and how are we feeling? Because that makes us more human. It humanizes the business and it humanizes us as people um, and it just makes us... Um, like there's a story that people can buy into and there's a um, a why that people can understand. So all of that being said, I am just so happy, you know, in this season. And I'm just so thankful, you know, that I get to do this with my friend, uh, with my sister who's going to be joining our team and just with my family. You know, not everybody's going through tax prep school Um but everybody gets to benefit from it to a degree, you know, with my brother helping me revamp millennials and ministry is imperative. You know, it's, it's a big deal with my other brother, just being supportive of what we're doing and my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law and, um, my other friends and family. So I just want to say thank you for listening. It really does mean the world to me, um, that you guys have been just listening for the last year uh, and a half, you know, I think it was February 2018 was when I started this podcast and it is now September, almost October 
of 2019. And as we go into 2020, um, just know that I'm putting into practice a lot of what I've been learning and I've been paying attention. And um, another cool thing that I'll say is just with Dana Chanel, who is the owner of um, Jumping Jack Taxes, which is the company we're partnered with when it comes to pay it forward taxes. Um, my friend Alicia, although I never at the time was able to get Dana to agree to be on my podcast, um, I had DM'd her like I DM almost everybody I want to interview. And she is has like <laughs> 500 plus thousand followers. Like she's a, a huge influencer. So I didn't expect her to say yes, although, you know, there's a hope that I would say yes. And if you follow her, you'll see that she's no joke. She's a very serious, like, um, she doesn't waste time, um, you know, that type of thing. But I've been very invested into this business and had a couple opportunities to meet her in person because we went to Philly, because I also did an entrepreneurial workshop back a couple months back when they came to Phoenix. So you've probably seen pictures of her and heard me talk about her in some form. But um, a co- like last week, actually, my friend Delicia, so what I did was on my Instagram stories, I had put out, um, hey, like who are some people on Millennials and Ministry that you would like for me to interview in 2020? And my friend Delicia replied again saying, I still think you should interview Dana. So what I did was I replied, I shared that reply and I replied and tagged Dana in it. And lo and behold, Dana replied and said she'll do it. So in 2020, Dana is going to be joining the Millennials and Ministry podcast, and I'm really excited about it. And what I'd like to do is interview her after tax season and um, basically talk about what they do, you know, talk about need-based businesses, talk about, um, you know, what me and Delicia did with paid for taxes and just how it's important if you're a millennial especially and you want to start a business um the difference between starting a business out of your passion and starting a business based upon a need to create revenue to fund your passion and all the different things that i've been learning from her um the reason why i want to do that after tax season is number one i know that will benefit them because it's a testimonial because i expect us to do really well in this tax season and it's a testimonial for dana and her team to use and number two, it creates greater exposure for me and Delicia for pay it forward taxes. So it's a win-win, you know. So that's something that the Smithy Group has taught me is to think strategically about content and to t- think tr- strategically about collaborations and audiences, you know. And that's something I've learned on my own too, just collaborating with people um, um, and interviewing with people. When you interview someone you are automatically leveraging that person's audience. And so how can you best benefit their audience and yours at the same time? So I'm excited about it. And all of that to say, if you have someone in mind that you would like for me to interview for next year, please send me a DM on Instagram, message me on Facebook, hit me up on Twitter. Um, I still haven't figured out my Snapchat login, but I need to figure that out because I need to get back on that platform as well as TikTok. I need to figure that out. So um, I'm all over the place, but I love it. I love being all over the place when it comes to just, you know, trying different things and making better content. And once again, just want to say thank you so much for listening. You guys have been such a huge blessing to my life. And this platform has been a godsend because it's led me to so many other amazing things. So if you're new to the business world, you know, I just want to encourage you 
um, to keep going, you know, honor the baby steps as John Henry taught me. Um, don't despise small beginnings as the Bible talks about, you know, be faithful in the small things and God will give you better opportunities, um, as you're faithful in the small things. So God bless you guys. And I will talk to you next time in 2020 on Millennials in Ministry.